So Asperger's and relationships. I'm gonna share three tips on how you can maintain a relationship coming up. Hey guys, welcome back to the Aspie world. My name is Dan and I have Asperger's syndrome, ADHD, OCD, and dyslexia. I'll be discussing three tips that I personally use to help maintain a healthy, happy relationship that I've had now for the past 10 years. So all that is coming up. So a lot of people ask me this question, um, you know, can you do a video on Asperger's and relationships and autism and being in a relationship? And I basically, you know, I've been in a relationship with my girlfriend for almost 10 years now, and we have uh, a son as well, so he's, he's coming up for just a year old, and people are kind of like, you know, can you make videos on all this kind of stuff? And I am, I did a, a parenting video, uh, my first one last week, but also more importantly, I feel like people wanna know, how do you maintain a, a healthy relationship uh, whilst being on the spectrum? I mean, if one of you is on the spectrum, if both of you are on the spectrum, if, you know, if the, the guy or the girl, or both girls, or both guys are on the spectrum, how does this all work? So I thought I would just kind of do a video talking about it and also give you guys three tips and a bonus tip right at the end for me, from my personal experiences that I feel would really help everybody. So one of the biggest issues I guess that people are confronted with is that they are finding it difficult to make friends and then making friends is the first step to making kind of romantic friendships and that will lead into a full-blown relationship. Now, making friends is a difficult one if you don't have a, a plan, like a game plan, like a get plan to, to make friends. But it starts with making friends. If you can make friends, um, and, you, and you're confident in making friends, then you can make romantic relationships, uh, you know, from those friendships if that's where it's going to go. Now, how do you maintain a relationship with somebody if you're invested in them as a partner or, or a boyfriend or, or a wife or a husband or whatever? And it's all down to like a few different factors. Now, for me, it's I'm lucky in the fact that like Naomi, uh, my partner, um, you know, she is a specialist. She has a first degree honors in autism and Asperger's syndrome for like childhood studies and children and things like that. So she kind of understands me way more than like the average typical person would. But needless to say, we still have our issues just like anybody else would be. It, this is not me saying to you guys that, hey, you know, the first partner you go with needs to have a degree in autism to understand you. And that's not what I'm trying to say. I was just saying like from my experience, this is what's kind of helped me a little bit more than, than the typical kind of like couple. But let's go on to like what I believe are tips that are going to definitely help. So. I made a kind of, I just made like a small list of like three things and I checked like a bonus one in which we'll talk about at the end because I just thought it was kind of cool. So the first one is communication, right? And you're like, okay, Dan, communication. But communication is so, so interesting because communication is the one thing that we all know that we need to work on in any relationship regardless if you're neurotypical or neurodiverse, right? But everybody forgets about it. Like everyone forgets about communication. I find this fascinating. If you make sure that you understand conversations correctly, arguments can just fizzle out. So when you get into rows or arguments or disagreements on stuff, it's usually because one person wants one thing, one person wants another thing, and that never gets on. But the argument comes from the fact that the two people in that conversation don't understand what each other is saying. It's simple communication, right? When you're in a relationship with an autistic person, the autistic person will definitely have communication issues and some of those issues will be in the form of not understanding the flow of a conversation, especially if it's heated, especially if one of them is getting anxious or both are anxious or vice versa. It's kind of like you have to understand the pieces of the puzzle to then resolve it. Oh, I'm just going to take a drink. Hold on. So this comes down to this. My advice is if you or your partner are on the spectrum, make sure that everybody involved in that conversation knows everything that is happening there. Because far too often what happens is you'll be in a conversation with your partner 
So if you're on the spectrum and you're talking to somebody, then you won't understand what they're saying properly. So you'll just say something that might anger them or it's completely off off the charts. So it's nothing to do with it. And then it'll make it look like you're not listening to them. And it's going to cause a whole huge like argument and a row, right? It's going to go crazy. Now, if you, on the other hand, you're receiving this information and your partner's on the spectrum and they don't seem to understand the flow of the conversation or they go off topic, just bear in mind that they are not going off topic because they don't like you or they're trying not trying to resolve the issue. They're basically going off topic because they haven't really grasp the gist of the conversation. So my advice would be to write it down or get a diagram, start drawing out pictures. I know it sounds like boring and lengthy and everyone's thinking like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna get out a notepad in the middle of this like heated argument where you're like throwing things down. You're like, <laughs> but you know, to stop it getting to that level, get out a pad and pen, write down and draw small images of what's going on because visually things can be way more explained than they can audially. Because one of the things I know is that like whenever Nomi tries to explain something to me, she always has to like draw a small picture and write it down because I can't really get the, the what she's saying just verbally. I'm just like, oh, what? how am I supposed to understand what that means? So that is number one, making sure everybody understands exactly what's going on and use visual representations because they are gonna help you understand so much more easier. Okay, so number two, this one's kind of interesting and, and it's a, it's an obvious one, but again, people forget about it. It's being open and honest. Like, autistic people have an issue expressing their emotions, right? How do they communicate to their emotions? Like, how are they um, conveying their emotions and stuff? How do they feel about certain situations? And that can be difficult. But if you're open and honest and you just lay your cards out and say, okay, look, I'm the autistic person, so I'm, I'm, you know, in this situation. So I'm going to, okay, I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel on my emotions on everything. And this is all I can explain because this is my relationship with it. And that's what I'm going to tell you. Then the other person can like understand you then because you've been completely open and honest and vice versa. If you're in a relationship with an autistic person, then tell them how you feel open and honesty. Tell them your emotions. Tell them like your, your feeling for that day and how you're feeling because being an open honest relationship and being completely transparent with everything is going to help you so much more because you're going to understand each other way more right you're going to know oh this person's feeling down today because they told me i don't have to guess anything because that's another thing people in relationships forget that they just do have to tell people how they feel no one's just gonna um, you know magically know what they're talking about especially not if they have an autism spectrum diagnosis because that's never gonna happen those unwritten kind of like cues and stuff are just gonna miss so being completely open transparent and honest about everything is gonna give you great results and it's gonna help you to no end okay so number three is a personal favorite of mine and I love doing this this is keeping on track of special events so if you've done something like you had a birthday or you had a birthday party or whatever then taking pictures at that time or whatever the event is and then remembering about that like writing it down keeping kind of like a journal on it to then talk about it again so that if it comes up again you'd be like oh i remember that they enjoyed this at that time and that worked really well so then i can go forward in the future and if it becomes their birthday or something else or they want to go somewhere i remember that they enjoyed this specific time because it was special right keeping a relationship romantic and keeping uh, that communication open with your loved one um, can be super stressful if you're on the autism spectrum and you don't really understand all these social norms so what i do is i have like a calendar on my ipad that has like all the special events like valentine's day and like birthdays and stuff like that and like christmas time and whatever all like the holidays and stuff where you are compelled to do these things that i would usually forget about because it's not actively on my mind because like it's just something that my short term memory is rubbish about i can't like remember to do things so i have to write them down and do them a bit later now what this does is it gives you the ability to then plan ahead 
uh, for these events so that you don't forget and you can make that effort because you've already known about it. One of the things I used to slip into is I'd forget these events because I'd be so busy with like my work and whatever else and then I'd forget these events and I'd be like, oh my goodness. And it wasn't because I don't love my partner or I didn't want to share some love or do anything like that. It was because I just simply don't have the capacity to remember to do those things so I have to write them down so keep track of special events birthdays and all that kind of jazz because it's definitely going to benefit you in the long run